I get a lot of people asking me how we were blessed to walk away from corporate America in our early 30s. Well, listen, I don't want to keep that a secret. I want to share it with the world. And so maybe you're listening to this podcast and you're trying to figure out how do I even get started on my journey of entrepreneurship and getting to a level of freedom? Well, text the word freedom to 737-777-9909. Enter your information in. And we look forward to sharing some information with you, a proven system with small overhead, right? That you can do part-time spare time right from the comfort of your home and have amazing mentors, coaches, and a community of entrepreneurs who are willing to support you and help you on your journey to freedom. Welcome to Code Freedom. I'm your host, Eddie Bales. Have you ever felt stuck? Have you ever felt like there's got to be more to life than the reality that you see every day? Tune in weekly, Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Saturdays as we crack the codes to freedom in every area of your life. I'm so excited and fortunate to be able to interview my great friend. We go way back, Mr. Tay Nelson. And Tay Nelson is owner of Bobby's Barbecue in Fountain in South Carolina. He fell in love with Texas-style barbecue in 2014 and taught himself how to smoke meat by watching multitudes of YouTube videos, seeking guidance from the greats, and traveling to visit some of the best barbecue spots in Texas. In 2018, Tay and his wife Sarah opened up Bobby's Barbecue. While his restaurant is flourishing and has gained the attention of both local and national media, including YouTube, Google, Forbes, the Tamron Hall Show, ABC News, and Reader's Digest, Tay has realized that his real passion lies in both educating and motivating people. Tay's previous speaking engagements include Google, Advoco Incorporated, Cisco Systems, Microsoft, Greenville County Schools, and the South Carolina prison system. In fact, uh, we, were, we, uh, we were watching TV the other day and there goes Tay Nelson on TV on a commercial. Uh, and help, please help me welcome my good friend, Mr. Tay Nelson. All right, well, welcome to Code Freedom. This is Eddie Bells, your host. And I'm so excited about episode 134 because I have my really good friend from a long time ago. Uh, how long has it been, Mr. Nelson? I would say since 2009, I would think, 2010. Yeah. You know how I mean, it's about 11, 12 years, something like that. Well, you know what? My wife and I, we've been married for 11 years, and I've been in South Carolina for about 11 years. So let's say 11, right? 11, let's do it. <laughs> yeah, so, but, uh, man, we, we go way back, and um, this has been quite an interesting journey, and it's been exciting at the same time. And so um, I have my good friend, Tay Nelson, uh, you prefer to go by Tay Nelson, right? Right, Tay. Yes, sir. Okay, okay, good, good. Well, hey, listen, um, you know, this gentleman, you, you already heard the bio, but he's doing some incredible things. And I remember when he first started. And that's the thing I like about, uh, you know, the title of this message today is Your Gift Will Make Room For You. Because we all have a gift. And if we use that gift and work that gift, it's going to allow us to do some amazing things. And it may not start off how you want it to start. I mean, I guess I'm already preaching, right? Uh, but but if you just keep going on with it, and that's why I'm just so, I just love talking to people like you because you have like shown and proven that if you just stick with it and did believe in what you have, then uh, you're going to have success. So 
Uh, let, let me start off by asking you, you know, what made you get into cooking and creating in the kitchen? Well, it started out as a kid, just being around my late dad, who was a great cook, my aunts, my grandmamas, and my mom. But that was just for fun. And even when my late dad had a restaurant, he started working with him at the age of 12, just washing dishes. And by the time I got in high school, I was in the summer times I lived there. And in after school, I lived there. Um, but that was it. But the truth be told, man, I ran from it when I became an adult. But in between jobs or just whatever, you know, what young adults do, I'll end up cooking in between times. So I guess I should have saw the writing on the wall then. But, you know, God has his way of doing things. <laughs> Absolutely. Good stuff. Well, um, who, who would you say in the beginning days influenced you most when it came to cooking? Um, well, I think when I realized I wanted to really pay a little more attention to it, it was like 2009 while I was going to ECPI for electronics engineering technology. I had to um, write this paper five-page paper and I never wrote a five-page paper in my life and it had to be about the field I was graduating to go into and I couldn't think of anything and right before graduation my teacher was like you got to write something if not you're not gonna walk I mean you passed but you got to write this paper so she was like I don't care what you write about and I wrote about my late father um the late um Anthony um Bourdain and Andrew Zimmerman so when I finished writing that paper she was like, you know, you went to school for the wrong thing. And I was like, I guess you got a point. Then the next following year, I came out with the Bobby's All-Purpose Seasoning. And that was more like a tribute to my late dad, my late brother. But I still didn't see it then. But that was like my heavy influences. And everybody else, like my grandparents and stuff along the way and old neighbors. But that's really hit me hard. Absolutely. And you and you started out with the, the seasoning. And I, I always loved that seasoning because it um it didn't have a lot of sodium in it. And, right. and I, I was always looking for something because, you know, uh, we got to be looking at our blood pressure. We get older, you know, what I mean? <laughs> uh, so I was always excited about that part of it. And and I just remember when you were getting it was in Whole Foods at the time and you were getting it into other places and, and you were looking for more funding and things to really expand it and grow it. Uh, have you always um, saw yourself having a restaurant? Was that always like a dream or the goal? No, it was not. Um, that was the last thing I wanted. Me and my late brother made a promise. We would never do this just because how my pop was. He was no joke. Um, but again, it's just, I was daydreaming about being in business, but never nothing focused. I didn't have a problem going to work a nine to five. I had no problem with it. Man, I watched my late father go through so much headache. I saw some great moments in his restaurant, but I saw a headache with employees, with supplies, with landlords and stuff. So that was like, nah, they can have us, man. Like I was more supportive of him towards the end of his career with that, um, but never a restaurant. I'm not gonna lie. And I and then when I fell in love with barbecue, I thought it, that was it. But I just realized, much as I love barbecue and I love food, I realized I love people much more. And I think that's what God gave me that vehicle to love on people because that's what I enjoy the most. That's stuff that comes easy. You know, just loving on people, talking to people, hearing people's stuff. My wife told me the other day, she said, you make everybody feel special and important. And I said, that's the truth. I mean, if it's aimed for five, if it's for a couple of minutes while you're in line, or if it's every week or when once a month, whatever, I try to just respect those boundaries and that time frame I have and make the most out of it. And I just try to give people what I need in return. So Absolutely. And, and that's how I met you, actually, is we were serving in outreach. And exactly. um, like every Saturday... Uh, you know, we both showed up and we were we were ready to serve. We weren't getting paid for it. We just had our heart to serve people. 
and and serve God. And 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 that's that's one thing that I, I admire about you is that you have such a giving and a generous spirit and a servant's heart. So uh, that that it's so interesting that you say that because it's it's way sometimes our gift is way bigger than what we actually do, but it's who we impact on the other end of it. You know what I mean? Oh, yes, because when I met you back then, you and your wife, man, like, I was looking up to y'all as my heroes. I mean, I look up to you now, but back then, dude, I was broken. I was broken spiritually, mentally, financially, and I just didn't go around talking about it like a lot of people do. I just just prayed, showed up, and just put my head down, went to work, and just tried to figure it out as I go. But it was God all along. And I mean, I, I look back on that. It's like it was all training ground. Like, I feel like he has paths for us. It's what we do with him. Even if we make a mistake, he might change the destination. But, man, I needed that so much looking back because what they what they did by serving with y'all, and y'all loved them. Everybody did. Um, they loved them. It meant where, I'm, where I was at in life, and it gave me purpose. It gave me – I was just dumping the trash can or folding tables or saying a prayer before we went and fed the people in the homeless ministry. And it's just seeing y'all, and everybody had one goal that was to serve God and Jesus with our talents. And no matter what – no matter how much you made and what kind of car you drive, y'all y'all loved on me. So that's something I always hold near and dear. And I try to return that now when I'm dealing with people. Just meet them where they're at and just love on them. You know? Absolutely. I love it. I love it, man. Well, obviously you've had major success now. And, um, you know, if you could go back and counsel yourself, what would you tell yourself uh, in the early days? <laughs> oh, man. I, you know what? I asked that, I asked, I asked myself that question a lot. And the reason why, because... And try to keep this short answers. Um, I try to live in regret. I used to beat myself up for poor choices I made or poor relationships I stayed in longer. But you can't. You have to. I learned it from listening to Michael Jordan, Kobe, even people like Eric Thomas, Inky Johnson, other people. So, so now as I move past that, what I would tell my younger self is be patient. No matter what you're going through right now, it's a small window in life. Don't make rash decisions. Don't, don't make bad relationships and just ride it out. Like focus on what's in front of you and be patient. And also learn to love yourself and get to know yourself better. That way, that way you don't do something out of desperation or you can see the traps and the, and the, and the, 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 the devious people that you encounter in life you can you can avoid a lot of those pitfalls because a lot of times we we don't know who we are and I don't think I think we're always gonna grow learning who we are because we're gonna get older and life's gonna change but just getting to be patient with ourselves grace and mercy with ourselves and just learn to love ourselves and get to know ourselves like who am I because me personally I grew up rough so I've been in survival mode all my life and and you and you pick up good survival habits you pick up bad survival habits and you make poor relationships, but sometimes you have to go through to learn. But look, I would tell my younger self that a lot. And those, and of all the things that pop in my mind, those are a couple of things that stick out. Be patient, give yourself grace and mercy, and 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 just get to know who you are. Who is Tay? What are the things you like? What are the things you don't like? And that way, as you meet your significant other, other relationships, you can learn how to deal with things better. You won't take things personal. You won't assume. You can see a lot of writing on the wall and stuff. You know, and, and God has allowed me to see that as I reflect in life. So when things don't go the way it's planned, I don't take it personal. I have learned to love rejection, even though it's never easy. Um, and just keep it moving, man. Just trust God. Like if it's his will, it will be done. And even if he didn't cause 
the bad things in my life, he allowed it to happen. So what can I learn from this? So that's, yeah, that's the things I, I hold. You know, that, that's key because, um, you know, if if you didn't go through all those things you went through, you won't, you wouldn't be who you are right now. Exactly. Right? And like, it took a long time for me to get, like for real. Yeah, all that had to happen for you to get here to this place. Um, and I think the only thing that was cool about that, I never blamed, the, I never pointed the finger at anyone. I never blamed anyone. I always took self-responsibility. That's one thing we got when we was up under teaching when we met at the church at the time was being holding yourself accountable, looking the person in the mirror. And that helped me heal too. Because it was so quick to blame somebody else or woulda, shoulda, coulda. But still, I beat myself up so bad, not not intentionally. I'm like, man, I hate I did this mistake. I wish I wouldn't have done that. I wish I wouldn't have got tired of this group of people. And I was just so hard on myself. And I mean, I'm, I think I'm gotten past that a great bit now at 41 years, about to be 42 next month, man. And I, and I just thank God for it and the people he put around me, like yourself and others. Good stuff. My birthday is next month as well. Um, you a Capricorn? Yes, I think we're close together. If not, me and you or me and your wife, because mine's January 11th. Yeah, so my wife is the 11th and mine's the yeah. 14th. Yeah, I knew we was close together right there. I thought it was cool when I found out about y'all. Yeah, yeah, that's good stuff, good stuff. And you said something else that was really key too, is that sometimes um, we're looking at the chapter or the paragraph, but we don't realize that we're just on a small part of the book, right? Yes. <laughs> and, and we think we're going to be in this chapter forever, but we, we might be in our peak season. But I learned, even this weekend, I learned that, um, you know, this is a seed, you could be in a seed sowing season um, and the harvest season is coming, but you just got to be sowing those seeds right now. Um, yes. So I, I love what you said about that. That's something that I had to work on too, is being patient. Cause I'm like, I want it right now, right now, right now. And I'm doing all the work. Uh, but I want it right now, and you just got to keep doing the work until you get there. So yes, yes, get me to the words out of my mouth. Yes, you you said it right, and because you're trying, you're trying. Sometimes it just takes time, and some things don't work out, but you still learn from. Because I thought my season of business was a failure, to be honest, based on the expectations I had. But look at it now; everything came from that one bottle. I I learned so much from that one bottle. Um, and God used it for training ground. That's something that's like Pastor Jen always said, use what you, what you got in your hand. And that's right. something I always hold near and dear. And anything else I didn't glean while I was out here in this world. Absolutely. Absolutely. What what would you tell people who have a dream and they're finding it difficult to make it happen? What are some things that you would tell them since you've gone through that? What I would tell people who have a dream and is having difficulty making it happen or just starting it out, just my first question I would ask them, why are you doing it? If you can't answer that question without hesitation, then that's not what you should be doing. Now, they don't discredit what you are doing because I don't think nothing is wasted. You know, like Romans 8, 28, like everything's going to work out for you. But why are you doing it? And on top of that, realize it's going to cost you everything. When you're doing something, that foundation is important. You have to limit distractions. Um, At your day, uh, if it's God or family or work, any extra time should be going towards that. And not to the point that being busy don't mean you're productive, but are you being effective? Because sometimes you can hit a brick wall and you just pause. That's that be still moment. But then a thought will come up, jot stuff down. And then another thing I would tell people that I'm learning that the company you keep from family to friends, what you watch on TV, the music you listen to. I still love my hip hop, but for a couple of years, I quit listening to that because I feel like it was distracting me. I thought maybe God might have been pulling on me about certain things I was listening to. But the things you from what I'm learning now is I try to lose weight. 
um, what are you eating? Is they gonna help you get towards your goals? What are you listening to? The people you're around. Now, that's not saying you can't always be trying to take, take, take. It's a give and take in this relationship. But the things are feeding you, pushing you, constructive criticism. But is it helping you get towards your goal or back? But as for starting a business or taking on a new um, job or something, count the cost. Look, do your research. Look into it. Make sure it's something people want. And and on top of that. You got to be able to be honest with yourself. So I'm in the food business. If if 10 people eat my food and sell them, say they don't like it, if it's all for the same reason, I'm going to change that no matter how hard I worked at it. If I give it to 10 people and seven people say they don't like it, but it's all different things, then I'm going to say, okay, that's life because you can't chase it. So do your, do your homework, do your research, count the cost. It's going to cost you everything. Make sure you got a good support system. You don't need about one or two people, but in the day, you got to believe in yourself the most, but you're going to need some people who are going to encourage you, but also be honest with you that you trust. And if not, got to see the people and make sure this is something you really want to do. Like, so when I walked in those banks, we got a lot of rejection. We had a beautiful business plan. A gentleman did the banks was like, if you get this guy to your business plan, we'll talk to you. And thank God we had that person already as a, as a brother to us. But it's like an elevator speech. You got an interview. You got they got to feel that passion, that emotion, that intelligence of what you do know and what you don't know. Go get those answers. And the beautiful thing about business now, you got a lot of workshops out here. You got so much on the internet that's positive and some stuff that's dangerous. I would say past difficult, but get these workshops. You got score.org, you have stuff with the SBA, like workshops they have, the small business development center, so much stuff, resources. And like you said earlier about being patient, surround yourself around the right people. Answer the questions which you don't know and what you don't know, say you don't. Oh, and one other thing I would tell you, if you ever get, if you ever blessed to be around somebody or in the shoes that you want to be in, don't start off about success. Everybody knows what success is like. Ask them the question you asked me, if you could do it over, what would you do over? And ask about the hard times. And also if a person is talking to you, don't interrupt them by telling about what you do know or, or like you comparing and compete. It's the reason why you asked to be in this person's company. Take your notes, write it down, record it if they allow you to, and listen. If you have to cover your mouth, listen. Because this person has been where you're at. You're trying to get where they're going. And just because it doesn't work, the advice they give you, try anyway because they took the time to share that with you and, and go and see what happens. And that's how you build meaningful relationships, but don't smother them because I made that mistake in the beginning because I ain't know any better. And you get depending on man and woman instead of depending on God, but God will show you how to work through that. A lot of information, and I hope I answered your question, but you know, the reason why, did you do your research, make sure some people really want, and, and also business plans important. I didn't do it with the seasoning, and I can look back and see how I could have done that better because I had the capital to do it, but with this restaurant, I got, I had to have it, and, it, and that's, that's something very important. It's a lot of legwork. The, the gift what you do is easy and the business part is the hard part, but you got to have both to get there. If not, you got to pay somebody to do it for you. You're going to pay dearly in failure. So and a lot of times you don't learn a lesson because you're just so scattered everywhere. Wow. You, you drop so many jewels in that little bit of time. Uh, and and it's, it's, it's interesting because, you know, you, you made a good point. You have a gift but you're still going to have to do things that you don't want to do. Even in what I do, there are things that I don't want to do every day. Like for me, I don't like to acquire the customers or acquire the, the, the people that I'm going to work with, but I love to work with the people once we have them, you know what I mean? So there's always some give and take. There's always something you have to do that you don't like so you can get to do the thing that you really love to do. And, and I think that's a, a, good, a great point that you mentioned.
Yes. Yeah. Find something you love out of it. Because I don't love everything about cooking, but I just focus on that. And that's something I've done in the past with dead-end jobs because I still had to make that paycheck. So Yes, absolutely. Do you have like a certain vision that you see for the next five to 10 years? I, I used to get out there, but now I try to live in the moment and just focus on the Lord. Um, because me, I mean, from you know me, I can get way out there. Um, what I would love to do, we got tons of opportunity to open up another restaurant um, with, with other people involved. Even my wife, more like we can do it ourselves, but it would be a little strain financially, but we can make it happen. I just want what God wants from me. I got a few hours in the fire. Um, the, the season is where it started from. I have visions of that being on a larger scale, like Lowry's, like Mrs. Dash, no knock to them. Like you say, our product is different. I stand behind it. Um, I believe in it. Um, to get it in more people's hands. Um, also, other than adding more restaurants, I think that's the easy choice, is developing people. Um, from people who've been incarcerated to people on second chances, just people didn't know they had a love for cooking in them from people in school. Like I said, people from prison systems to people in school to people who just didn't know and um and just and learn from people. Um I think for me, as being a communicator, is learning to listen better and just understand we're listening together. How can I bridge the gap to break down stereotypes or just education? I think a lot of people who don't look like us don't know us because we don't conversate. But a lot of people who do look like us don't know the possibilities out there. You don't have to be a, a, a NBA player, a sports a athlete or entertainer. You don't have to be a motivation speaker. You can make tons of money being a plumber or doing construction or doing um, food. I mean, you can do a lot of stuff, a brick mason, like robots ain't took those jobs yet. It's a great need for quality work um, and being and, and, and having good character and integrity. It's a lot out here. If you don't make it to the lead, you can be a coach, you can be an executive. So the sky's the limit and let people know it's more out there. And just cause you are blessed with something, you still gotta do the work. And a lot of people don't know that. And, and a lot of people, you gotta break down barriers because everybody see is competition. I can't feed everybody on our street unless everybody in our town or our county. So a lot of times it's partnering up and building good relationships. So to be so to answer the question, where I see myself five or 10 years, um, I have a lot of goals, a lot of dreams, but I just want to be walking with the Lord, man. And I can say that more and more now because I've, I say this all the time, anytime before I do something, and I say it multiple times, God, if it's not your will, don't let me do it. I don't care what what's the price tag on it. I don't care this and that, and I'm trying to find balance in my life. At 41, about to be 42, um, I'm trying to find more balance. Now, you can't be at home and make money either. I mean, you can, but what they say, you can't you can't be out there busting your butt and be at home at the same time. You got to give up something. So finding that balance, because I have young kids too, so I think it's the time I have to invest in them as well to give them what they need. So finding balance following the Lord and just enjoying the ride, man, because this can get very intense at times and stressful. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, you know, you, you couldn't have answered that question better because, um, you know, they say, if you want to make God laugh, tell them your plans. <laughs> and, and they uh, laughed at me a lot of times. Yeah, we're, we're good at making plans, but um, we, we should seek him first and, and find out if our plans line up with his plans and make sure we know what his plans are for our lives first. And then it'll always be blessed. Um, Cause he said he'll bless the work of our hands, but we gotta, we gotta make sure yes. our plan lines up with his plan. Yeah. So, so, you know, you, you've come a long way, of course, and um, you've done very well for yourself. How, how are things different for you and your family now um, in terms of like 
you know, the fact that you're not walking in your purpose compared to where it was back, back in the day. Wow, man. Wow. Sometimes it's too good to be true. Sometimes it seems like a dream. Sometimes I'm like, God, you about to come get me? <laughs> like everything going great. Um, it humbles you, man. I, I don't care how much praise we get. I don't care how much people talk down about something that we might do. It humbles you because you know you can sell you, you can sell water to a well. You can you can you can mislead people. You can ear hustle people. But one thing about it, you know the truth. And when you know the truth, it humbles you. Never boast or brag. You can be courageous. You can be confident in what you're doing. But when you know the truth, you know how far you came. It humbles you. For me to be able to provide for my children, our children, me and my wife, and provide jobs for others, this wasn't part of the plan. I didn't see this. So if I if I was this smart, not saying I'm dumb, but if I was this smart, I'd done this 20 years ago. I'd been doing it when I met you. But but the fact that God has allowed me to do this. It really makes me slow down, man. It makes me count my blessings. And that's why I, that's why I made the comment I made earlier. What do God want me to do? Because what happened with success, it can mess you up because then you try to take over. You try to be, you try to be in control. Now he says be wise, but don't be wise in your own eyes. He said be wise in the serpent, gentle as the dove. And the reason why we use Bible references on me, because that's what that's my foundation. Dude, I was broken. I just told you that earlier. So that's all I got to go off of. If you want more than that. I don't know what to tell you because I get these interviews sometimes. People kind of get disappointed in my answers. So to be able to go do these things or help our kid with school. Um, I got a child that has ADHD, has dyslexia, and I don't, I'm not ashamed about it. To be able to, to get the help she needs, that's that's it gets me emotional because I, I thank God for it. Because when you first get these these things across your plate, it's easy to have to write a check for it and make it happen. When you just can't write a check for it, and you have to go back on faith. I can go back on those hard, hard times when I went through with nothing but me and God and trust him on us. And if it doesn't work out, I know he's going to work it out somewhere else. So for me to have that peace of mind, to make sure the light's on, know the light's going to be on, food's going to be on the table, roof above our head, I'm good. So I don't care if it's a one-room shack to a mansion, I'm good. And, and anything I do have, extra do I really need that much or who can I help along the way so to be in this position that I wasn't when we first met I'm just so humble I'm so cool and, and a lot of times it's hard to receive your flowers because I'm trying to give them away because that's just how I'm wired man you can't keep it all anyway he wants us to be good stewards of it but you can't keep it man I mean it's just it's just humble man if you we shared a lot but if you just knew me from a kid to before we met man God been good to me man so I'm just, I'm so, I'm thankful. I'm thankful. And, and me and my wife was talking about the other day about when we get to like, if we're blessed to live long, when we get to 65 or 70 living in a retirement community, I man, I could never imagine that. You know, if, if everything works out the way we plan it. Most people that I grew up live with their kids or their grandkids. And you know, he was left in the back to fit for yourself for the most part. So to have these conversations, man, it's pretty cool, man. Just a dream and see what happens. Yeah, I love I love your spirit. I love your humbleness, and I love all your answers. So whatever anyone else had to say about it, hey, don't worry about it. I love your answers, and uh, you, you're just doing an amazing amazing job in the community with your family. And hey, you know your daughter. Um, I know people who have the same thing who are doing very well. So yeah. it, it can turn out to be their superpower in the end, um, yeah. for sure. So I'm just excited for you guys. And is, is there any last thing you want to add? Just to wrap it up and, um, and also how can people connect with you? 
Um, well, first of all, you can go to eatbobbies.com. That's our um, website. We have our links there for like, if you want to send an email, if you just want to see what we got going on, um, buy some seasoning, um, or just might see something that might encourage you for some of the press release. Um, we, our restaurant's in Fountain Inn, South Carolina, 1301 North Main Street. Um, we open Thursday, Friday, and Saturday from 11 to 8. And um, other than that, um, for me personally, just keep learning, keep having fun, know why you're getting into stuff, and just don't take stuff so personal. Um, don't be so hard on yourself and love what you do. And I'm realizing people say when you love what you do, it's not work. I used to believe it and I was like, no, nah, that's lies. But no, you're gonna have friction, you're gonna have some rough patches. But when you in that element in your gift, or like the street say in your bag, make sure it's a good bag, um, it flows, man. It comes easy. Um, and you can be easily corrected. So work on making meaningful relationships that don't happen overnight, genuine relationships. Be honest with yourself and keep learning and find balance in your life. And um, and don't 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 be quick to give up when things don't work its way out. But if you're trying over and over and it ain't working, you're hitting brick walls, try something different. And then it might be no, it might be not now. But keep going, because like you said earlier, faithful without works is dead, and keep going. But enjoy what you're doing, and got to start showing what, you, what, what you're supposed to be doing. Because again, I ran from this. I tried everything but this, and I started seeing the writing on the wall, and God, I had to get my limp. I feel like Jonah in the well. I feel like I forgot his name. It would wrestle with God. I had the limp. So um, it, it's just amazing, though. And have fun. I can say that over and over, because my wife tell me that anytime I go out of town, anytime I go to a meeting or something, Go have fun because she say you're too serious. And I think a lot of that comes just from my past, but I'm working on it. And also, if you need help in something, go get it. If it's just from a good friend, if it's counseling, go get it. Don't lie to yourself. Don't, don't, don't make excuses, but don't lie to yourself. But enjoy it. And you, you'll thank yourself later. You'll thank your kids will thank you, your wife will thank you, your friends will thank you. And just, oh, one last thing that I... You know, so many people are destined to tie to one person's obedience. I had a guy stop me the other day. I went to go pay a visit. He said, man, you helped me get through this year just watching you on social media. Man, that almost bring me to tears, man. And his wife was like, yeah, he's telling the truth. You don't know who you inspire, even in your, even when you get knocked down. Even when you get knocked down, like, like um, Denzel Washington say, you know, you fall down, get back up, fall forward. Because people can see what you're going to do. Even we had hard times with, with, with the city and stuff and we didn't give up. And you tell a person, I kept my faith. And that's all I had to hold on to. You don't know who you encourage. Even, even in the ups, but even in the downs. And just go from there. I know that's a lot, but um, just know that sky's the limit. People got great resources. You, they, um, just hold on to it, man, and run with it and see what happens. You know, sky's the Thank limit. Thank you so much. I appreciate you gave so much value and uh, I know the audience is going to be excited to hear it. Uh, I'm excited for them to hear it. So thank you so much for all that you do and much success to you and your family. Yeah. And keep up the great work, man. You've been inspiring me for day one and keep going, man. Um, keep going. And that's all I can say. You're doing great. Um, keep going though. Cause some days when times are rough for me, all days are good days when they're a little more challenging. I might see something you're doing and you put a lot of positive stuff out there. You ain't out of just smoking mirrors and just talking. Your stuff has substance to it. So keep that up. That integrity, that character you always have shown and display and your faith too, because you done jumped out the boat and walked with Jesus on the water, man, when you left corporate America. So keep doing what you're doing, man. 
because you, you inspire me. So that's what Appreciate it's all about. You. Absolutely. We inspire each other, man. Yes, sir. Eye sharp and eye. There you go. All right. Well, hey, this is another episode of Cold Freedom. Definitely share it with as many friends as you can. And we're excited about uh, the next episode. God bless you all. Take care. God bless. Thanks. Thanks for tuning in. Appreciate you guys for listening. Um, definitely feel free to take a screenshot of this episode. Tag me in it on Instagram uh, or Facebook or wherever you find me on social media. I would love to give you a shout out. Hey, you might even get a prize. Who knows? But uh, excited that you had a chance to take a listen. I hope you got a lot of value. And uh, definitely feel free to uh, give us five stars as well as a review. Uh, show us some love and we appreciate you. God bless you all and see you all over the top.